Welcome back in, everybody, to another episode of Tide Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood, joined as always by my good buddy, Jake Thomas. Jake, we have made it to game week. It is week one of the college football season. Uh, we had a little bit of a, a taste uh, of the college football action this past Saturday with week zero with a handful of games. Uh, but now the big boys are in action, and, and Jake, Alabama is going to take the field on Saturday, and I cannot wait. Uh, how you doing, buddy? And I can't wait to dive into this uh, MTSU preview. Yeah, Stacey, man, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited football is back. Uh, you know, like you said, we did get a taste last weekend, last Saturday of some football, but truly it starts this week because your big boys are finally playing now, and uh, and Alabama is that, that big boy. So, uh, man, let's let's jump right into it. I'm excited to go. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to dive into it right now, but but we got to take care of a couple of things. Make sure you do like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, you know we're less than 800 subscribers away from 3,000, so we want to reach that goal uh, before the end of the calendar year, and I think we can do that. So mm -hmm. we'd appreciate that support there. Uh, and then jump in the comment section and let us know your score prediction for Saturday's game between Alabama and Middle Tennessee State. Cannot wait to see see what everybody thinks there. We'll give our score predictions towards the end of this show and just kind of a, 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 a reminder this Saturday morning, probably around nine o'clock central uh, in the morning, we're going to be doing a live show to kind of get everybody hopped and ready for the, for the matchup that day uh, or that night really uh, between Alabama and middle Tennessee state. So looking forward to that. Hope you'll join us there as well. Uh, but in the meantime, Jake, we're going to kind of preview this game. Uh, we're going to look at it from the offensive side of the football, from the defensive side of the football, and then wrap up with our final score predictions. But, Jake, uh, there's a lot of really some question marks on this Alabama offense, and that's where we're going to start. So uh, in your estimation, what does the Alabama offense need to do on Saturday to either calm some nerves, answer some questions, uh, and just kind of get off on the right foot to start the season? Uh to me, first and foremost, is establish the run run early. You know, I feel like if we're going back to more of a bully ball type style of, of offense, which we've heard a lot about this this offseason, you've got to get, you know, there's three, four running backs in the game early on and get and get the momentum. Get your offensive line moving the pocket, moving, uh, you know, getting their guy and pushing them downfield to open up and create running lanes. If you want to establish that running game early, uh, we also heard a lot about how that offensive line uh, is really getting more physical and has been more physical this this fall camp and this summer. So it's time to show it on the field now. You know, don't let don't let just let it just be talk. Get out there and show that you want to be more physical than than your opponent. So I know it's MTSU, but still. You know, you got to work over these guys and and get experience for your tough tests in the SEC uh, come defensive linemen. So, uh, you know, that's another thing I want to see. And then, of course, Jalen Milrow, uh, we'll see what he can do. I want to see if he can get established early and uh, kind of get some confidence. I think whoever decides to win the quarterback, you know, competition has got to get some confidence built in them. So, Hopefully we see some confidence instilled in either him or either it's Buckner or Ty Simpson. You know, just somebody, you know, get some confidence and, and show leadership. Uh, that's something else I'm ready to, to see and look forward to come Saturday. 
Wow. That was a, that was a very long winded answer. Yeah. And, and I agree on all those points and, uh, and I, I want to touch on, look, it is middle Tennessee state. They obviously do not right. have the talent level that Alabama has. So you can only take so much from this game, mm-hmm. but uh, MTSU returns eight of 11 stars on defense. They return their leading tackler. They return uh, conference USA's leading pass defender. Uh, one of the better corners in that conference, really in the group of five level, one of the better corners uh, overall. So they have some, some good players on that side of the football. So it's going to be a good test for, for Jalen Milrow, that offensive line, because that, that defensive front from MTSU, they love to stunt. They love to kind of attack the opposing offense. So it's going to be a good early test for Jalen Milrow and, and if other quarterbacks play for those guys as well. And like you mentioned, the the offensive line needs to really show. Uh, look, the, the talk all summer, all offseason has been about that physical brand of football returning to the Alabama standard of, of you know, punishing defenders and, and just wearing folks out over a, over a four-quarter contest. Mm-hmm. And and now it's time to show it, Jake. It's it's right. it's week one. The the game is here. You've been practicing against each other all, all fall camp. Now it's time to hit somebody else in the mouth. And this offensive line can come out and make an early statement and, and just and let everybody know, look, we're not all talk. We're about action here, and we're going to show you on the football field. So that's what I want to see. And also, Jake, look, these receivers, uh, this fall camp has been littered with drops. Uh, is it, Has it been made a bigger deal than what it probably is? Most likely. Yeah. Things like that are all are always made bigger than what they actually are. Uh, but drops have been a thing for Alabama this fall camp. They were a thing for the team last year. So, uh, you know, just being sure-handed, catch the football, and, and maybe finding somebody to be that that vertical threat in the offense. So I, I'm looking forward to all that, Jake. I, I think it, it's a good test for Alabama uh, because obviously Alabama has far superior talent. They're, they're going to most likely have their way with MTSU, but – they're not just a complete pushover like some opponents are because they do have a lot of experience coming back and a lot of quality experience coming back. So anytime you return eight of 11 starters from your defense, uh, you're, you're going to be a solid group, you know, even fundamentally in your execution. So Alabama is going to have to execute to, to be able to, to be consistent in moving the football against MTSU. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. And, you know, I don't want to, to spread rat poison, uh, but, uh, you know, I was trying to be delegate about, you know, about MTSU, but they did win eight games last year and they beat Miami. I mean, so <laughs> they have, of course, Miami wasn't that great last year, but still a, a, SEC, a ACC school got beat by MTSU. I mean, that's something for that program. So uh, they're very talented and the group of five. So, um, and also said about the confidence in the quarterbacks uh, that hinges on the receivers. You talked about the drops. You know, just just say, you know, Miro throws a perfect, perfectly thrown ball and it just goes right through the hands of the receivers. You know, you think the confidence level kind of drops with Miro. It's like, man, I threw a perfect pass from the guys are dropping it. You know, so there's a lot of dynamic uh, going on right there, too. So hopefully the the drops are over with. They got it out of their system in the fall camp. And let's just move on to the next game and start getting some, you know, some some confidence within the receivers and the quarterbacks. All right, Jake, before we move on defensively to what Alabama kind of needs to do and what they can expect from from MTSU, uh, give me who you think is going to be the offensive player of the game. Uh, hmm, okay. So, I'm throwing you yeah. a curveball here. I, yeah, I didn't no, – in our, in our 30-second uh, uh, 
show prep before right. we started recording. I did not include this. <laughs> uh, I'm um, I'm going to go with. I'm going. I'm going to go out. I don't think it's really outside the box, but I'm going to surprise people. I'm going with Jermaine Burton. Okay. I mean, I, there's been a lot of talk, you know, how through the summer he's kind of grown and he started showing a little bit more leadership. And we talked about it, Stacy. Uh, you know, before the summer really hit when we were just previewing, you know, doing our depth chart, how there's a lot of young guys that's beneath him on the on you know on the depth chart that if he doesn't step up this year. You know, he could be sitting on the bench and, and watching these young guys play. So I feel like he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's matured, obviously, from what we have been told, and he's become more of a leader. So I feel like he's going to step up and have a good, big game this week. I like that pick. I really do. I'm, I'm going to go with Amari Nyblack, the tight end. I think That's he can be one. a really good red zone weapon for Alabama. Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of, you know, even outside of the red zone, he can be a weapon for this offense. And I think he could have a – you remember a couple of years back, Miami, to open the season where Latu caught two touchdown passes. Oh, yeah. Didn't didn't rack up a bunch of yards in, the, in those in that game, but had a couple of touchdown grabs there in the red zone. I, I could see that type of performance from Amari Nyblack uh, here against MTSU. So that's who I'm going to go with. Uh, Jake, as we kind of shift our focus to the other side of the football for Alabama – uh, MTSU, they they kind of run that air raid attack. It's it's real. They're, they're what they do offensively is real similar to what kind of Mike Leach done with with Mississippi State, where they they get the ball out quick in the passing game. Uh, they don't run it a ton. I think their leading rusher from last year, who's who's back this season, had about 700 yards on the year. So uh, they don't run it a ton. Uh, but they run it enough to try to keep you honest a little bit. But but most of their offense is going to be those little uh, dink and dunk plays, uh, you know, five, ten-yard passes, and just try to nickel and dime you down the field. So uh, that that's what you can expect from MTSU. Uh, they got a redshirt sophomore quarterback uh, who's going to be making the start for, for, for the Blue Raiders. Uh, he's started in the past. Uh, he did get beat out last year by an upperclassman, but uh, so he's not a totally inexperienced quarterback. But he, uh, this is probably one of the tougher environments he's going to be playing in yeah. under the lights of Bryant Denny Stadium. So uh, that's what the the defense can expect. Uh, what are you thinking defensively for Alabama? What's some what's some keys to success, and what you're hoping to see from from the, those eleven on the defensive side of the football? Yeah, I, I'm hoping that the linebackers, if it's their, you know, and their little zone bubble, get out in the flats. You know, it seems like we've had issues in the past uh, under Pete, Pete Golden. We just never had anybody out in the flats and, and the, you know, the running back just be wide open out there and get 20 yards and it just like nothing. So hopefully we, we figured that out and get somebody out there to cover the flats because it seems like we haven't done it the last couple of seasons. Uh, and, and I want to see – Everybody knows how great the, the secondary is. I want to look at the defensive line. A lot of talk has been on the defensive line as well about how they've not been – talking about physicality. They've not been physical the last several years, been, being get pushed off the ball. I want to see somebody step up on that defensive line, uh, whether it is Jaheim Otis, Tim Smith, uh, Justin Aboigby. Uh, we've seen Tim Keenan uh, has, has had a great camp. Somebody step up and, and be a playmaker – and be a disruptor on that defensive line. That way the linebackers can do their jobs instead of having to worry about being, you know, a, a offensive tackle or offensive guard being the second level trying to block them. Block your guy, get to the quarterback if you can, and, and, and hold blocks. You know, I want to see the defensive line take that next step this year. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. And, and the way, with the way MTSU is going to attack, uh, it'll be important for the uh, defensive line to kind of, like you said, they need to, they need plays mm -hmm. that 
with the, with how quick MTSU is going to get rid of the football, I don't foresee a lot of sacks in this game. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's not going to be a case where you know Alabama has five to six sacks. It's it's probably going to be, you know, a rather small number. So the linebackers in the secondary are going to have to play well and, and tackle well in space. That's always big, especially early on, early on in the season is is tackling in space. So I'm looking looking forward to see how well they do that. Uh, I, I look at the linebackers, Jake, and guys like Deontay Loss and Trez Marshall. Uh, Jihad Campbell, if those guys can make plays, you know, as pass defenders, uh, which is something they're going to be asked to do in, in this matchup. And like you said, covering the, the running back in the flats is mm-hmm. something I've almost struggled with over the last several years. So mm-hmm. hopefully they kind of got that uh, taken care of. But uh, and, and you talked about the back end. I expect Alabama to play maybe six to eight different mm-hmm. defensive backs in this game. I mean, I really believe that. So, um, I mean, you think about – the guys like Caleb Downs, Malachi Moore, Kool Aid, Terrion Arnold, uh, Jalen Key is going to play. Uh, Amos, <laughs> Amos is going to play. Uh, Earl Little is going to play. So mm-hmm. there's going to be you know six, seven, maybe even eight guys play uh, in the secondary and and playing against MTSU. They're going to have opportunities to make plays. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I'm really looking forward to, Jake, is uh, you know th- this coaching staff with Kevin Steele coming in as the defensive coordinator. They have made a real concentrated effort to force more turnovers. Right. Look, they're going to do a lot of dink and dunk. They're probably not going to take a ton of shots. But when the shots are taken, Alabama needs to be in position to make plays. They need to force some turnovers, uh, maybe get a pick six. So just just to kind of create that identity on defense. Because early on in the season, what is it, what is it about? It's creating an identity, both offensively and defensively, and, and the defense can do that Saturday night uh, in Bryant-Denny Stadium by, you know, rallying to the football, you know, playing sound fundamental football, tackling in space, forcing some turnovers, and, and just being that album of defense that we're all accustomed to seeing. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. I, you know, we've been, you know, very high on this secondary all all, all season and through the summer. Uh, Caleb Downs, I mean – I, he, you're looking at, at a freshman All-American, no doubt in my mind. I mean, he is that good, and and uh, that secondary is is loaded with talent. And you know, I, I feel like Malachi Moore is going to have a a kind of like freshman s season this year. Uh, so I'm hoping that's the case for him because you talk about making turnovers. I think he had two or three interceptions that that you know, his freshman year. So. We need those not those knots that we talk about non-offensive touchdowns. We've been lacking those, but just creating a turnover uh, will be very helpful because you know we've not been able to force turnovers defense in the last several years. Yeah, no doubt, Jake. If you had to pick a defensive player to, that, that kind of stands out and and becomes that defensive player of the game, who, who are you going to go with this week? Um, since you kind of mentioned that you know they're going to do a lot of dinking and, and dunking. Uh, you know, I figured the linebackers are going to see a lot of a lot of you know play and, and a lot of action. Um, so I'm going to actually go with uh, Dante uh, Dante Lawson. You know, okay. I, I just feel like you know he he come on strong late last season. He's finally getting his you know his, his turn to be a starter and don't have to worry about. I feel like don't have to worry about worry about losing his spot because I feel like. You know, as the inside linebackers, he's is pretty much guaranteed because he's just that good. So I feel like he's gonna have a big game Saturday. Yeah, I, I like that, and and I I wanted to go linebacker, but mm-hmm. the more I think about it, Jake, I, I just feel like Malachi Moore could have a really good game mm-hmm. here against MTSU. And uh, you know, like you mentioned, 
his freshman campaign was phenomenal. I mean, he, he had he had future first rounder, all American written all over him. Then injuries happens. He gets up by Brian Branch, and for obvious reasons, now Brian Branch is you know looking like a stud in the NFL with, with the Detroit Lions. So uh, I, I'm hoping that Malachi Moore. Uh, really comes in and shows what he's capable of doing because I think he's a, a great football player. You know, he's not the most athletic kid. He's not the biggest, strongest, the fastest, but he's just a, a really dang good football player. And I hope he gets back to that level of playmaking ability because if he can do that, it's just going to make this defense that much better. Uh, getting some turnovers, some of those non-offensive touchdowns, uh, that, that's what makes a defense special. That's right. what can turn a game around. That's what can help your offense. And I think that's what Alabama is going to be focusing on uh, here in 2023. Yeah, I agree 100%, Stacey. And another, one, one quick thing, uh, another thing that I feel like the team as a whole is going to be focusing on is limiting uh, penalties. I mean, penalties was a real bad thing last year. So uh, we've got to work on that as well. Hey, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, the, the penalties and, and what's – you know, penalties – not all penalties are created equal. Right. Uh, you know, because if a guy's trying to make a play and, and he, you know, accidentally grabs a face mask or, you know, he's, you know, passing interference calls are so, I mean, they're 50 oh, 50 calls most of the are. time. So I don't, I hate to look at those, but, but the pre snap penalties, Jake, they're inexcusable. Mm -hmm. Jumping off sides is inexcusable. False start is inexcusable. Mm -hmm. So just, just those delay a game, you can't have those. Right. And if you cut out those, you put yourself in, in a much better position to be successful. So I'm with you there. They they got to do better this year, and I expect they will. This seems like a real focused group. Right. Coach Saban seems to like the, the mental makeup of this team. So uh, I'm excited about it, Jake. Uh, kick off in just a few short days uh, from Bryant Denny Stadium. Can't get here soon enough. Uh, before we head out, Jake, like I mentioned earlier, I want everybody to jump in the comments right now and drop your score prediction for Saturday night's game between Alabama and Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Jake, gonna gonna give it up to you first. Uh, what is your final score prediction? Album's around a thirty nine and a half point fa favorite right now. Uh, yeah, I, I think they do cover the spread. So I'm gonna have. I, I was thinking like forty eight to to ten, but I was thinking it was like thirty eight or a thirty eight point spread, but it's thirty nine and a half. So I'm gonna say like fifty four ten. Um, okay. And, and I think. The second team defense late gives up a touchdown. I, I don't think the first team defense, you know, sh, you know, I, I just, I just don't think that they give up anything besides maybe a field goal on a short, you know, field or something. Uh, I really believe this this defense is locked in this year. So I feel like the first team defense is going to play well, and the second team defense may give up a touchdown late and be fifty five to ten. I got you. I got you. I'm going to go 48 to seven Alabama. So we both have them covering. Um, uh, but I, I think it's going to be around 48 to seven Alabama. Um, I think Alabama comes out and looks like a team angry. Right. And, and if they do that, uh, this game obviously won't be close. So, uh, 48, seven, me, would you say 54 to 10? Yeah. Uh, so there's our score predictions. Like I said, please, please, Smash the like button and jump in the comments and give us your score predictions so we can kind of all interact there in the comment section uh, with those score predictions. All right, Jake, that's going to wrap it up. That was a lot of fun. A yeah. quick preview of MTSU versus Alabama, week one of the college football season, just right around the corner. Just a reminder, we'll be live here on Saturday morning to talk more about this game uh, and probably some other games around the SEC and around college football as well. 
uh, probably go anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour live just to kind of talk some college football on Saturday morning. And also Jake, Jake put something out on Twitter to kind of help us name uh, mm -hmm. what we're going to be doing on Saturday mornings all throughout the college football season with our live show. So uh, hop on Twitter and, and look at that and give us your thoughts and opinions on a good name for our Saturday live show each and every Saturday morning throughout the college football season. But that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Cannot wait to be back on Saturday morning to talk some more Alabama football. But until then, roll tide. Roll tide. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.